Do you remember when Ben said your body is a wonder wall? I'm at work and right now. We are live. Welcome to the Dog Days Podcast. Podcast. Yes, we sir. we are joined today by an esteemed colleague, a, a true living walking legend on the earth, Mr. Goose Guerrero. Hey, what's up, everyone? <laughs> Oh, what's up, Alex? Oh, and a, and a sixth guest. <laughs> Where's the cat? No, the cat's asleep. There's no, actually fine. ten different cats who listen to this show. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. Oh shit. So I heard this is a free-flowing conversation that um, occasionally t- uh, touches on adult conversations topics. You can exactly. talk more than occasionally. Almost whatever you want, guys. We'll cut it out if it's if it's not acceptable. But have you guys heard of Harbinger Households? No. no. Okay. So, so apparently, I I thought I, I read this earlier, but apparently there's like zip codes in America that are just loser zip codes. They buy they buy failure products. They vote for the candidates that lose. They just like anything that's failures, they go for it. So like they have like weird. <laughs> niche product the crystal pepsi is really popular there um <laughs> candidates that aren't really popular are really popular there so like people kind of use it as a test market they're like all right if it's really popular there then it's not going to succeed because they're the only <laughs> ones that like that shit. so what you're saying is the entire state of arkansas yeah it's, it's not yeah it's not states but it's like zip codes <laughs> there's like all throughout america and it's really weird and they apparently don't know how to explain why it's, these people all live together and they all oh, have the zip. It's literally like based on zip codes. It's like, what the fuck? Why does this one zip code really like, I don't know, Coke with like some weird flavor of Coke or something like that. <laughs> you literally like crossed into a different zip code and life is totally back to normal, but like step over yeah, the yeah. street. It's really weird. It's, it's literally, Gus, we do live in a simulation, you know? Do I have any examples? Like, I don't know, like uh, Colgate lasagna. You can Google this shit. It's called Harbinger. It's called uh, Harbinger Households or Harbinger of like doom or something like that. I It's because they're basically just loser zip codes, right? Because it's basically uneducated people that apparently really like failure products. And people aren't really, they don't know why they're like all congregating in one kind of place. Uh, I mean, there's theories on it, but I'm. I'm obviously just an amateur on this, so. This this New York Times article says that it's a bunch of anti-influencers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to. Like, I want to go to one of those zip codes and see like what's there. Dude, I I want to go. I want. I absolutely want to go. I want to go and like film a documentary and just start like asking people questions. What is like an example? <laughs> like, get, you just give me a, one of these zip codes on this list. I want to look. This place up. I don't know the zip codes. I don't think they share the zip codes. It was like on oh. Scientific American. It was like an article or something. It's secret. You have to literally be a true harbinger in order to know where the zip codes are. What the fuck? Okay. I, I think do you know you're like in the zip code if you're in the zip code or do you just assume that's normal life? That's my question. Like, do you think that you think you're a loser or do you just assume that you're winning? I, I feel like you don't. You mm. Damn probably more obvious if you move there i imagine where you like you yeah like, like if you're like you're like what the fuck why does this mountain do black watermelon what the hell is it Some yeah li- frito-lay lemonade flavor or something like that what the fuck is going on yeah <laughs> these are like just like <laughs> mismatches of word of words that just don't make sense it's yo i i do have an explanation for that it's perfectly simple um we live in a simulation and that's where the code glitched and like the code master is is trying new things and that's it i respect we it. do live in a simulation this is correct yeah bro if we bro, live in a simulation then why can't i suck my own dick if i want to yeah, <laughs> you know they didn't write the code for that ben <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be no. in the next patch <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Just a few wasn't that new version? The auto, that, that, the auto fellatio patch. They're like, oh, just seeded a new universe, fixed a couple things, <laughs> humans the ability to like pleasure themselves. 
you know what? 2020 has been a hard year. This next patch, they're really going to like this one. <laughs> <laughs> we realized that there's a lot of bugs to fix. <laughs> All water on earth is replaced with cocaine. <laughs> Bro, Bro I'm, I'm reading about um, uh, just, I'm not going to go on a whole tangent about this, but I'm reading a book on the history of hip hop. And uh, we just got to, I just got to the point where cocaine gets really big. And it's just like crazy how society changes because, because of a white powder. Like I mean, everything. <laughs> I mean, looking at like the timelines, didn't hip hop start getting really big around the time like cocaine? Well, not, maybe like crack became a thing, like mid 80s kind of. Yeah, like um, there was... 10 years of hip-hop before that but it was like very proto hip-hop it was like um those like planet rock kind of songs where it was like very very old school it wasn't really the hip-hop we know today like run dmc Mm -hmm. uh, like gets really big at around the same time as cocaine bro it's actually pretty crazy how cocaine and the rise of schoolhouse rock really correlate with one another (laughs) did you have you guys listened to joe pesci's uh rap video no. no what it's called wise guy <laughs> he made a rap video in the 90s i think oh man bro have you seen yo gus have you seen the snl uh the joe pesci show clips no oh they're so good the guy that plays joe pesci he's spot on and then let me see yeah i can google it anytime i show these guys any any kind of clips, they don't watch it. So best you'll you'll be a hey, better friend than <laughs> when you send when you send shit in the chat, I watch it. Oh, there's a chat right here. Yeah, by the way. I... What's up? Nothing. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Gus, um, I wanted to highlight to the listeners that don't know um, any of us and are like tuning in for the first time or whatever, or that just don't know us personally. That Gus, you're the guy that drew the Dog Days uh, podcast logo, and you, like, when Dog Days was just a radio show in a college, like, you came every week, and you were down with us playing the music and shit. I did not come every week. <laughs> came, like, bro, you were there 80% every of the week. Every freaking minute. <laughs> every nanosecond, bro. Gus, you, you uh, put in more um, community hours than Brandon. <laughs> I do remember cleaning. Honestly, I was there for community yeah. hours. I do remember that for some reason. <laughs> you actually got dragged to that? I, I don't know. I was there cleaning up some – I was there cleaning the studio for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that day, yeah. Oh, that was, was that the day <laughs> – Brandon, was that the same day that me, you, uh, Roosh, and someone else went to that Indian place in, like, Miramar? You remember that? Oh, uh, I remember that. Yeah, Gus, 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 it was you. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I remember that specific day because that's the only time I did community. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. All right, let me ask you guys something. I does anyone else like remember college or is my memory just bad? Because I feel like I'm forgetting. Not like I guess things I learned, but like just memories. I think collectively, yeah. I remember like thirty different days of college. Okay. Like sorted throughout the entire thing, but like not, but that's it. It caps out at thirty. I remember. You know, I have I have a loose I have a loose recollection of like the general vibe of college. Yeah. Sometimes I, have, I I get like hit with these like old nostalgic feelings. Sometimes yeah yeah. I feel like when Jesus I like over. when I go through pictures, like it all like kind of you know comes back to me. Like oh man, like I remember that time I was hanging out with at dog days or. <laughs> Or I was hanging out, yeah. going out with a PB or something like. Oh, it'll kind of rush back to me. But without that, sometimes it's a little hazy. Yeah, my, my time reference is like my jacket. So like I just base everything <laughs> on my jacket. Like I, if, I, if I can remember my memory, what color the jacket was, I'm like, oh, all right, I kind of get it. <laughs> Bro, guys, let me ask you memories. this: Do you remember? Do you remember going to the um, like Pacific Beach or Ocean Beach or? It was very far away. Do you remember going to? Uh, movie theater in the middle of nowhere and watching a movie with Jason Patrick Grimm. Yeah, oh, it was uh, Wish You Were what, the one of Walking Phoenix, right? You were never really there. Yeah, it was yeah. Hillcrest. Yeah, it was Hillcrest. It was, you were never really there. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. That's a cool theater. Hillcrest? 
Yeah, it was in Hillcrest. Yeah, yeah, it was right across what? from. I don't know. It wasn't that far. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I went really far to watch far. a movie one time in college. I went. I think I went all the way to Poway to watch Sicario. <laughs> I think Poway has a really nice theater. I'm thinking some theater is really nice up there. I'm it was, it was pretty nice. Not gonna lie, but the yeah. theater that was in the La Jolla shopping center or whatever uh, by the Ralphs that was like absurdly nice. True. Yeah. It's probably the nicest theater I've ever been in. Bro, the good old days of having the AMC pass to do. Bro, yeah. the movie for pass free. was like something we'll tell our grandchildren about. That was so broken. Does anyone still have their oh, card? Bro, yeah. I don't. Oh, I, sh- I should have kept mine. I know, right? Could have framed I just it. sold mine as an NFT for $30 million. <laughs> Didn't that go out of business like a year after that started? Oh yeah. yeah yes. It, yeah. Less than a year. And everyone's like, "There's no way. There's zero percent chance this can actually work as a business." And movie yeah. pass is like, "No, no, like it's chill. <laughs> just go see the movie." And you're like, "No, it's impossible." And they're like, "No, no it's definitely possible. Like you can do it right now." And then like six months later, it's like, "Oh yeah, we're closing in a week." <laughs> I think I think the last movie pass number I have was going to see Annihilation. I think with. You, Brandon, and you, Gus, like yeah, in IMAX, high as fuck. Oh, and Mac. Wait, oh yeah, that's right. That was that was wild. And then and then the next day was the day I fucking had a mental breakdown and switched majors. No, I know that day. Damn, I remember that day because I had a mental breakdown. That was a consequence of your mental breakdown because I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Did you Should like, I be have like an existential moment where we were like, what are we doing with our lives? What, why yeah, are we exactly. here? Because Ben literally went like, uh, like advanced fluids is nothing to me. Like this whole fucking scene sucks. And I was like in the scene still. And I was taking advanced fluids still. I was like, what the fuck? Like, should I be taking like theater classes? I mean, your heart's got to be in it, man. You got to, if you're going to go into engineering, you have to really, really like it. And, you know, again, power to me for, uh, realizing that wasn't for you and going towards yeah. something you enjoy more. Yeah, I was like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> true. Well, but, the craziest uh, part, too, is you're good at it also, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> and it's more than being good to it. No, you have to you have to really like it. Yeah. yeah. I'll say this, Ben. Well, it's, it's easy to Go step ahead. away from something when uh, you're really bad at it. It's hard when you're good at it. It so exactly. I wasn't really paying attention, but good on you. It's all right. <laughs> you got the gist of it. Yeah. If, you got the. Brennan, yeah. do you remember when? Do you remember when we saw Phantom Thread with Christian, and he thought it was like a Star Wars movie? Oh, yes. <laughs> that was the average age in the building was sixty, and that's because there were like three outliers bringing it down. Three or four outliers. It should have been like eighty. Everyone there is old, and Christian pulls out wearing a backpack. We're sitting in like the middle of the theater, we, like middle you take row. A step back. Middle, you start like, from the beginning here. Oh my god! So so <laughs> it was me, Gus, and uh, Jadu. Were you with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was any was Trent with us or no? I think so because we stopped at Christian's house to pick up like weed or booze or something. <laughs> Just to, I, we just stopped by. I need to pick up Trent, to be honest. Oh, okay. And then Christians, they're like, "Oh, what are you guys doing right now?" Like, I just got done studying. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. we're like, "Oh, you know, just going to see a movie." He's like, "Oh, I'd be down to go see a movie." And we're like, uh, "I don't know if you'll like it. It's like <laughs> it, it, it's Phantom Thread." And he's like, "Oh, I heard about that. I want to see this." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, I didn't know Christian was such like a PTA guy," you know. Um, and so like he gets in the car with us and he's like pretty fucked up already and then we like go and we walk into the theater and Christian's like looking around everyone there's like old like with canes and like sophisticated like wearing bow ties and like on dates like it was honestly pretty cute and um and so we're just sitting and then like the movie starts and like it's it's a fantastic film like I'd highly recommend it and I just like look over at Christian and he has a handle of fireball <laughs> in the movie theater, just like casually sipping on it during Phantom Thread. And then we leave and it's like a three hour long movie where like barely anything happens, but it's really good. And uh, we leave and then I'm like, Christian, bro, like, what'd you think of the movie? 
He's like, bro, I thought this was going to be Star Wars. (laughs) 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 That was, that was hilarious. Uh, Fucking love Christian. Yeah. I mean, he, he was a champ though. He brought the energy that theater needed, honestly. Absolutely. I my my absolute favorite Christian memory. I fucking love this story. Was uh, I don't remember who was there. Brendan, I I feel like you were probably there. Jadu, you might have been there. Gus, you might have been there. Shane, I don't think I remember you being there. But yeah. okay, this was at um, uh, fuck. What was was it? Weller, uh, like my senior year, my last year of college. Do you guys remember that was like Jacob lived in? It was was it oh, was Weller? Was it? Steinbeck, that was it. Yeah, Steinbeck. Uh, I think it was Steinbeck. I would have been there. Steinbeck yeah. 2.0. This the same house where Mark Chavez broke Jacob's bong. Um, oh. <laughs> but it was it was like a random Friday night. Like I don't think it was like an event at all. It was just like you know a, a random assortment of guys like hanging out there, and we were like playing die and stuff. Um, Christian, like I, this was like pretty soon after I got there, and he was you know Christian. He was fucked up already. Like completely and he kept saying like guys like i'm gonna do a backflip off the die table and we're like no christian you're not you're gonna fucking kill yourself like no fucking way and then like he, he just kept saying like guys i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it then at some point we were like setting up a lamp outside because it had gotten dark we like weren't really paying attention and christian like meanwhile like we, while we weren't like we didn't <laughs> notice he just fucking like drags the die table away to like an open area of the grass in the backyard he gets up there. We turn around. We're like, Christian, no. And he's like, guys, guys I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. He was so drunk. And he fucking does it. He fucking knocks it out. He lands it like perfectly, like a perfect backflip just off the table. And we're just like, what the fuck? Dude? <laughs> I thought like for sure he was going to kill himself. It was, it was, it was beautiful. I, it was amazing. The fact I remember that. And like the fact that he had to like sneak to do it. Like he was low, being like so low key. And then no one noticed. And the next thing you notice is you just like look up and Christian's on the table, like poised and ready to do a backflip. Like a fucking Olympic Gross. diver, just like, all right. It's the most, it's the most low key backflip ever. Yeah. I don't think I was there. I don't remember that. I feel like I would have remembered that. Yeah, I feel like that'd be hard to forget. Did Christian remember that? Who knows? Maybe not. Guys, I did a backflip? <laughs> I've never done one of those before. <laughs> uh, I love Chris. Bro, I wanted to bring up the Oscar nominations. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. To discuss. Shifting topics. Um, we don't we don't have to uh, just talk about it extensively if no one's seen the movies, but I particularly. Okay, let's go over the best picture nominate nominate nominees first. Uh, the Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank. Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, and Cinema Metal. Okay. I know which one you're going to choose. Personally, I only didn't see Mank and The Father. Um, oh, you Those are probably really good. Oh, I forgot. You, you did. Yeah, you saw. Who's. Have we all seen Minari here or no? I haven't seen I, Minari. I, still need to I see have. It. Bro, it's so good. I so, my favorite. Yeah, Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal first. And then I'd say, like, uh, Nomadland, uh, and then maybe a tie between uh, Judas and the Black Messiah and Promising Young Women. I don't know. You didn't like Minari? I did, but um, the other ones were better, I think. I Minari's kind of slow. Always... Oh, it hits me in the very end with like the like grand grandson um, grandma relationship, but. Not enough to make it top movie of the year. Guys, I feel bad to say it, but I was not a huge fan of Nomadland. Really? Yeah. Did you see, what's it called? Uh, Into the Wild? No, and I want to see them to compare the two, to be Got completely it. honest. Um, I thought Nomadland was like visually beautiful like i love the landscapes i love the whatever camera they were using was able to like pick things up really well i like the like, portraits of like characters that they were able to like pull off so i think that it could I, I would i would i mean i haven't seen the other nominations for uh cinematography but i feel like that one's a contender um i don't know something about the writing was tough for me uh it was like it was like a very very sad 
And like, not that like a sad, like not that like sad movies can't be good. Like some of the best movies are really, really sad. But this one felt like it was just sad to just no end. Like there is not like a point to it being that sad. And then um, some of like the saddest moments of the movie, I felt like the dialogue was not natural at all. Like not to give a spoiler away, but like when the woman was like, oh, I have like three brain tumors. So I'm just doing what I can until, you know, it's my time. I just felt like, uh, and Frances McDormand is a great actress, but uh, I just felt like her response in that moment was very unauthentic. She was just like, I'm sorry. And just like, (laughs) I mean, reach and touch her. She didn't like say anything else. She was just like, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, like, think about if you were in that situation. Like, I wouldn't know what the fuck to say to that. Like, oh, shit, dude. That, that's that's rough, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was just like, Lots of I don't know what I would say. And that's, I think, part of the reason why we turn to movies is to, like, see what the human uh, complex is in these situations that we'll never really find ourselves in. Um, and, and you can learn a lot from movies about humanity in that sense. But I didn't think that... I don't know. I, I felt like that, at least that one moment really sticks out in my head as being a bit inauthentic. I don't know what the proper response is to that. I don't really know what the accurate response is to that, but that didn't feel like it. I, I think I think my biggest issue was like, I mean, she just wasn't the most likable character, which I get that yeah. in, the, in the context of the movie, but like, there were so many times where I'm just like, 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 fuck you like don't be such a fucking asshole to people you yeah know, like, i don't know yo um i i just had this idea of uh us picking the uh winners the dog days official winners for the four biggest categories so let's do like um let's vote on it i i don't know if i have enough input on this i've seen two of the best picture nominees it's fine I'm down to uh, make you Jadu our uh, delegate for uh, <laughs> being like electing our dog days picks. No, I mean, um, Brandon, which one is your favorite of out of the best picture nominees? For best picture, and I'm going based off of just like my knowledge of the movies rather than like having seen them. Uh, okay. I know that I'd say the big three in the best picture category are Minari, Nomadland, and Sound of Metal. Mm-hmm. I'd say, I, I, oh, and Judas and the Black Messiah, I heard was really, really good. Um, yeah. For best picture, I struggle, and I haven't seen Minari, but not that I struggle to see it happening, but like I think it would be a pretty big shock to the film community if like a foreign film won two years in a row for best picture. Yeah. Like that would be, I mean, I'm not saying that that would be a bad thing either. I'm just saying that would definitely be shocking. Dude, can you imagine if Korea fucking took away best picture two years in a row? That would <laughs> actually be fucking insane. But in many ways, like they would deserve it. So oh, yeah, I mean, Parasite for sure. Such good shit coming out of Korea. Level. Uh, yeah, it's, that's still one of the fa- my favorite movies I've seen in theaters the last like three or four years. That was yeah. yeah. That was probably the last movie I've ever seen in theaters. Yeah, it is that was like a, like a Gus. What's before, what's uh, your pick? Shut down. Uh, honestly, looking at all the movies, I feel like this this slack. Uh, what is it called? Racket? Not slack it. Uh, uh, what's it called? The slate. The slate of movies. Oh, slate, yeah. yeah, it's pretty weak to be honest. I think a, a, a bunch of these movies wouldn't be on there if the if the if COVID didn't happen. I feel like uh, it would have been pushed out. I think Sound of Magic is like, one. Yeah. I feel uh, like Promising Woman in any other year would not be in there. Yeah, some of these wouldn't be in there for sure. Um, Mank was, I don't know how I feel about that movie. It's it's cool aesthetically, I guess, but like it's a, it's pretty boring um, in not a good way. Like things happen, but not in a good way. Trial okay. of Chicago 7 is like a TV movie uh, aesthetically. I, I guess some of the actors are good, but like it's whatever. Uh, Nomadland, I already like. I feel the same. I don't. I haven't seen it yet. I kind of get the vibe. I'm not gonna like it just from what I've heard about it and kind of just seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Minari, I feel like is it's kind of like uh, Parasite in the sense that, like it's foreign, but like it's not as exciting. So I don't think I don't think people are gonna vote for it just because like it's it's kind of like a slice of life. What I've heard. Uh, mm-hmm. Judas and the Black Messiah, I liked. 
it's it's still just okay though it wasn't like really really good um mm-hmm. i haven't seen the father i probably i probably will but i don't i'm not i don't think i'm gonna be amazed by that one what is the other mm-hmm. one i don't even know what promising young woman is to be honest <laughs> and it's crazy which is the oh no no man land back to that one I, I get the vibe that this is kind of like she, she's a fairly new director, so I think that like this is going to be seen as like her, not, her like first big one, and then like I think her next projects will like actually be like super good. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think she'll win for this one. I think this is kind of more like a starter project for her in the sense, even though like she's made a couple movies before, this is like her first like actual. Oh, she's here, even though she's made her next movie is a fucking Marvel movie. What? Wait for real? Really? Yeah, her next movie is Eternals. <laughs> Like a budget oh, movie. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting jump. Bro, and yeah, also so... if if she won, if if either Minari or, or Nomadland won, it'd be two um I mean she's Chinese, not South Korean, but like it'd be two foreign um directors winning best movie two years in a row. That would be super interesting, especially in um in like I guess contrast to the context of like the current bullshit going on you know with like racism against asian americans and stuff like that'd be that'd be gnarly like or not i don't know it'd be it'd be very like crazy to see that i don't know so could i say that um from from the best picture nomin the best picture i guess winner from dog days would be sound of metal from what i've gathered so i haven't seen it but it looks to be like the strongest contender, in my opinion. Okay. Who's the ben? actor? Who's the main actor in Sound of Metal? It, it's Riz, Riz Ahmed. Ahmed. And yeah. isn't he? What, what else is he in? Uh, he's in Star Wars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. Um, I don't remember. He, he's been in a couple. Th- he's been in a couple things. Um, I don't think he's, he's not like a really popular actor in the sense that like you, you would definitely know him, but like. And. Yeah, that brings me. That leads me to uh, the fact that uh, for the first time in history, there's two um, Asian um, actors uh, competing for actor in, in a leading role. Two out of the one, two, three, four, five. Two out of the five. It's wow. Riz Ahmed and Stephen Yun. Oh, dude, that's actually super dope. Stephen Yun is awesome. Yeah, they're both good yeah, actors. He's from. Um, uh walking dead and uh okja right yeah 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 i'd say for acting in a leading role okay so the 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 nominees are riz chadwick boseman anthony hopkins gary oldman and steven yun i think chadwick's probably gonna take it oh my god oh chadwick boseman is nominated for an oscar yeah for ma rainey's black bottom have you seen that no bro his his acting is crazy He's gonna get it. That's yeah, yeah. and and they, he just died too. He's he's gotta get yeah. Like I put money in, on it. In the context of that, like he sh- probably. Sh- I, I mean, I guess I can't say he should get it, but it would make sense. Yeah, it's it's gonna be between between him and I guess like Anthony Hopkins. Anytime he's running, he he has like quite a big chance of getting it. And Gary Oldman going for his second. Uh, best actor. What what's Gary Oldman even going for Mank? I guess. Mank, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he'll get that. Yeah. I just want to reiterate because I feel like I kind of didn't really speak a lot on Sound of Metal. That's a really good movie. Uh it's simple yeah. but not cliche. It's it just kind of beautifully shot. It really does a lot of cool things with sound and sound editing. Um it's a really good movie. I, I don't know if it would win in like a normal year for sure, but like it's definitely I think one of the stronger movies of this past year yeah is it like a whiplash vibe or no that's i was gonna ask that too actually interesting it seems similar interesting it's it's not at all like the same theme of like um a guy trying to be the best and like trying to like compete with other people it's definitely not that but the the vibe i guess is kind of because it's kind of grim it's kind of like it's about music like the style is dope because it's all like it reminds me of the style of green room from a24 because it's very like punky okay. but but 
it's a sad theme, but it doesn't feel sad as a movie because like you're experiencing it through the guy and the guy's very angry all the time. So it kind of feels like whiplash a little bit. Did you, did you think it was a happy ending or a, a sad ending? Because in realistically, like... I, I think it's a happy ending. Yeah, it was kind of a happy... I mean, it it's kind of weird to say it was a happy ending because it's really just a yeah. sad story and overall. But, like... Yeah. I, it's a, It was a good movie. I would recommend you watch it. It's really dope. If you haven't seen it. Yeah. So, so far, I have Sano Metal for uh, Best Movie and Chadwick Boseman for Best Actor. I'm going to take um, the opposite stance. I don't think Josh Chadwick Boseman should do it. Win. <laughs> what? Who, who do you think? I think it should go to Riz, to be honest. I think Riz Ahmed was really good in that movie. And I don't yeah. think Chadwick Boseman was that good. And I mean, he was good, but he wasn't like. I don't know. You just got to watch. The, you got to watch Riz Ahmed. What he, like, the, the amount of acting you have to do in that. And like the, the anger and the happiness he had and like portraying all that. I feel like it's a very easy win because you know, like you, you know, the like, Tropic Thunder, or whatever, like oh, special needs and stuff like that. Being deaf is a kind of a special need, so like you know, people go for yeah. that kind of shit. He's, oh, he's playing a character a, with a disability. Is that the like, synopsis of Sound of Metal? Is he deaf? I think he starts to lose his he, hearing. He like, starts to lose his hearing. Oh, yeah. Brian, I really like still- the um, I really like the girlfriend character. Oh, Lou. Yeah, that actor is good too. Yeah. That was a good. Um, that was a good one. Uh, do you know what else is a lock? I'm just going to put it out there because you could probably bet money on these things. Um, best animation feature. Uh, Soul, yeah. Yeah, it's got to go to Soul. <laughs> right. Pixar there? just gets more and more metaphysical like as they produce more movies. I really, I really like that um, two of the nominees are Pixar. <laughs> I don't think that you should <laughs> Pixar happen. movies? Oh, yeah. Onward What's the other one? Onward. No, that yeah. movie was like, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Yeah, that, that movie was okay. Yeah, I had, I didn't, you know, I didn't hear much about Onward. Onward was one of those that were released and no one really said anything, but I heard good things about Soul, so I imagine that one's gonna take it. Soul yeah, is dope. I, oh, I Soul think is Onward dope. got released right at the start of COVID. Like it was almost yeah. like yeah. too late for them to delay it, so it was just like kind of awkward. But Soul, everyone saw it because it was like, I mean, if you had Disney Plus, I'm yeah. Sure. Bro, has, anyone seen, has anyone seen Sean the Sheep movie? <laughs> Farmageddon. That's that's up for the running. That's that's how you know, man. That's how you know this year is this year is just kind of a fucking write-off. Like anyway. They should just put Sonic the Hedgehog there. Why the fuck did they put Sean they the should. Sheep? Movie? That would honestly be so funny. <laughs> uh, it could, it could, dude, All honestly, right. I didn't hate Sonic the Hedgehog. Like Jim Carrey carried it, but <laughs> I appreciated it. You Where's his it? fucking supporting actor nomination? <laughs> Has he Bro, okay. Ben, did you see a high? Huh? Did you see Sonic High? I did not, but I that sounds like a fantastic idea. <laughs> that sounds like the only way to enjoy it. It's true. Actress in the leading row, Viola Davis, Andrew Day. Vanessa Kirby, Frances McDormand, McDormand, and Carrie Mulligan. You gotta go to Viola, right? Why? Oh, Wait, maybe Frances McDormand, though. Has, has Viola won before? I she hasn't, and I would give it to her. Wait, let me check it. Probably has, honestly. Yeah, she won an Oscar. Has everyone won one on this except Andrew Day? And Carrie Mulligan? I mean, Carrie Mulligan cannot have won one. Though she was really good in, uh, I don't know, was that her? Yeah, in Drive, right? Karen I think Mulligan's so, yeah. Name. Yeah. Has, uh, has Steven Yeun won before? I don't think he's ever been no, nominated. He wasn't even nominated. <laughs> really? Yeah, the dude I mean- from Walking Dead that made like two movies. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he was good at Okja too. Bro, I did um I was in an art class at UCSD and one of our prompts was to basically make a piece about like diversity and just like um I forget exactly what the prompt was, but diversity and like stuff of and like the way we see things and see the world or whatever was a big part of the prompt. 
And uh, what I did was I took like a Photoshop tutorial where you could like face swap. And I found this like really cliche James Bond photo of Pierce Brosnan. And um, I like basically face swapped different foreign actors onto Pierce Brosnan, basically to like reimagine the role of like James Bond being played by some like character that wasn't necessarily just like white. And um, Steven Yuen was like one of the ones that I put on there. I got a good one. Bro, Brandon, do you want to tell them? Do you want to tell the rest of Dog Days in the world about how I helped you in the art project one time at UCSD? Uh, maybe. Does it get political? It is. It is a political. But it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not. It's not. There's no judgment. Uh, it, it doesn't say anything about you or me. Sure. That's the same thing with any of us. All judgment needs to be pointed at. Then. All right, we'll we'll, we'll discuss it off here. Um, <laughs> Where the fuck did I, that cat go? <laughs> right here. I think Viola Davis has this one. Um, Francis McNorman is a is a close second. Let's go to directing. Directing. This is interesting. Oh, I didn't realize that Mink was um, David Fincher. Yeah, me neither. I realized that like the other day. Another round, which I have not seen, Fucking and I that. don't, I don't know who Thomas Vinterberg is, but I mean, I guess he's one of the best directors of the year. Mank, <laughs> David Fincher, Minari Lee, Isaac Chung. I think probably his first movies were one of his first movies. Nomadland, Chloe Zhao, I think also like his her first movie. Um, Promising Young Woman, Emerald Fennel. I think that is her first like feature length also. Hey, I just looked up Another Round, which is the movie that the Thomas Venterberg is for. That's apparently the movie mm -hmm. where Mads Milliken just goes on a on a giant binge drinking comedy adventure. <laughs> oh. Oh right. It's a movie about yeah, it's a movie about like let's just see how much we can drink. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, which movie is this? Oh my god. Another round. Another round. Brendan, do you remember the movie BAC? I thought I I, I... it's basically I still that. think that's one of the greatest movie premises of all time. It it says the group begins to discuss psychiatrists, starter code who theorized that having a blood alcohol content of zero point zero five makes you more creative and relaxed. So basically, the main character just tries to make sure his blood content is basically that. <laughs> Yo, wait a minute, bro. This is like Big Fat Liar. They stole they they took your script and <sighs> turned it into another round. I'm fucking suing, dude. <laughs> wait, or um. Guys, would you be would you be down to go through like the premise of uh, BAC? Yeah, I gotta pee real quick though. Give me a second. Right. <laughs> I'm also gonna go grab my water bottle real quick. More like PAC. Oof. Yo, for directing, oh just to close, just to close this topic. I think I haven't seen Mank, but I think it's probably like a top contender. Um, but no, Midland is probably gonna take it, right? We'll see. I have literally no idea. <laughs> no one saw any of the movies, but yeah, I'm calling a single one of these. Nomadland. <laughs> it's going to be Chloe Zhao or it's going to be um, David Fincher. That's what I'm calling. Also, Borat got a bunch of nominations, right? Did it? Look, uh, actress. In a supporting, yeah, actress I in a heard, supporting. Well, I, heard, I actually heard she was really good. Whoever the supporting actress was in that movie was supposed to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. heard a lot of good things. So it makes sense that she was nominated. Which one? Yeah, she was really funny. The supporting actress in uh, Borat. Oh, dude, she Bro, was really good. She was. It's yeah. so funny. I just, I have the um, Oscars uh, page open right now and seeing Borat's subsequent movie film, Delivery of Pre Prodigious. Bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Seeing all of that in the Oscar like nominees is one of the joys in my life. Guys, seeing this more and more now, I have a feeling that Mank is gonna steal a lot. 
of the uh, of the attention. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Mank was that well received. Really? Nah. I feel like if they give it to David, like David Fincher is an old white man. No offense, but like it wasn't that good of a movie. Regardless, it was kind of. It, but it is everything that like the Oscars really like. Like it's it about old time like Hollywood. Yeah, it's basically that. But like, I don't think it's, it's gonna literally win. Literally in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just not that good of a. I, it's so weird. Like, I feel like David. All right, Shane. Do you wanna do you wanna finish the sentence? Like, it has it has the bones <laughs> of a good movie. If that makes overrated. Yeah. Gus, you're kind of breaking. It also has a um, – I didn't realize also the soundtrack is Trent Reznor. And the last time that it was oh. – The soundtrack Reznor was really was, good. Uh, the soundtrack was good? Yeah. Because I know that they did the soundtrack uh, – I mean, like, David Fincher directed – Social Network. Did the soundtrack for Social Network, which is, like, dude, some of the scenes in that movie, like, are, like the, the uh, coding scene where he's basically, like, making the face mash site at the beginning of the movie – and it's like boom, 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 right? And like David Fincher is like overlaying this montage sequence of him like building the site and hacking. Meanwhile, like the Phoenix is holding their like first party of the semester or whatever. Crazy. Like that scene, that just works so well. Does Mank have like any of that in it? Okay. Well, the, the thing about Mank is, uh, well, the social network was, was written by Aaron Sorkin, right? Yeah. True. Uh, Mank was written in the 1990s by uh, David Fincher's dead dad. So I don't think he changed the script since then. So I think that's part of the problem is like oh. the script is pretty antiquated, if that makes sense. So everything else is really top notch, like the acting, the visuals, the sound effects. That's cool. I just think, I don't know if he fucking had anyone edit it since then. Oh, yeah, I'd be a little bit. I feel like you'd definitely have to like revisit the writing table a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if he did that or if he was like, you know what, my dad, dad. Uh, it, it's also about a guy who's a screenwriter, too. So I don't know if he wanted to be like, whatever, I can fuck it. Oscar bait. This is all Oscar <laughs> yeah. bait. A movie about movies is like what wins the Oscars every year. Yeah, it's about the guy who wrote, uh, what's the fucking movie? Um, Game. Orson Welles and the, oh, you Citizen know which Kane. one. <clears throat> yeah, Citizen Kane. Ah, see, Oscar bait. Yeah. What's crazy is that I guess like, that Gary Oldman plays a 33-year-old in the movie. He's 62. How old? He's 62. And the character he's playing is 33. Do you think? Do you think Gary Oldman waited his entire life to finally be old? Just <laughs> old man. He used to be a Gary young man. Young man. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> man. I feel like the biopics this year kind of have that same issue, like. Gary Oldman's supposed to be 33 in that movie, but also in Judas and the Black Messiah, the two main characters are supposed to be, they're both supposed to be like 17 and 20, but they're played by fucking 30-year-olds, and you can clearly tell that... Bro, the, the, the ending where it tells what happens to that dude, I forgot his name, Billy, Bill O'Neill? Yeah. Judas? Um, bro, it's very shocking. Like, I didn't know the story at all. It's a real story, so I feel like I could spoil it. It wouldn't be really a spoiler. What do you guys think? What's the about spoiling it? Yeah, could I say what the end is? Which movie of uh, Judas and the Black Black Messiah? Wait, I haven't Uh, seen it. As long as our listeners know, I mean, it's history. It's it's already happened. It's okay. I'm not gonna spoil it, but bro, like. Is that like a spoiler though? Like Titanic blew up or didn't blow up? <laughs> what? No, I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> okay, you know something about oh, the Titanic sinking. I, I haven't seen that yet. No, this <laughs> Spoiler alert: We won World War Two. Why? Damn. Debatable. Debatable. That's debatable. You're no right. one. No one. <laughs> no one won, won World War Two. But uh, yeah, the fact that, um, like he's. Like he survived to tell his story, 
like no one came after him and then like um the day the thing airs on bbc or whatever or like nbc he like shoots himself that to me shows like how he probably felt like tortured for the rest of his life after like what he did to the panthers Isn't that a guy who infiltrates like the Ku Klux Klan? No, that's no. That that's the Spike Lee movie. Yeah, that's Spike Lee. Yeah. This one's the opposite. It's it's a it's a um, it's a cop infiltrating or like a, an FBI informant infiltrating the Black Panthers. Oh. Oh, so it's basically The Departed. Sort of, oh shit! Yeah. I didn't even. Well, actually, uh, what's his name? Martin Sheen's in both The Parted and this, so you're kind of right on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think the movie would have been served better if, like, the actors were actually age-appropriate? Like, would that made you think of it differently? No, because I didn't know the history. Like, I didn't, I didn't know that story at all, so I, I didn't have the expectation of seeing someone that was 17. And Lakeith Stanfield and um, fuck, he's a great Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya are one of the best duos of movie history. Yeah, but like afterwards, like after experiencing that movie and like someone telling you that they're actually supposed to be like ten years younger than that, does that make you think of anything? Like, oh whoa, they were actually way younger than that. And make yeah, it surprised me for sure. It was like what the f-? like I saw pictures of of um, Fred Hampton and I was like what the fuck he's like twelve bro yeah but like they were kids it doesn't take anything it doesn't take anything away from the movie I don't think uh, bro guys do, do you want to you... ask Alex what her pick for best movie of the year is she does not like Mink oh. okay <laughs> uh yeah she's what what movie would you say is your pick. The only ones you've seen, oh, uh, well, she, she's watched them all with me, I think. So, Judas, uh, Mank, and Sound of Metal. For what? For best Oscar. I don't know an Oscar. Best movie. She says they all made her sad. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's a pretty good. Why else are sad? They're not even about the pandemic. You know, the pandemic isn't the only thing that makes you sad. <laughs> <laughs> what was your final vote for? Sound of Metal, and I really, really hated She said that she goes with Sound of Metal, and she really, really hated Mank. Wow. Okay. So Mank wins. <laughs> well, the establishment off. will be very happy, Brandon. We don't yeah. like the establishment in this podcast. Establishment. Minari for the win. Um, okay. Bros, you do. Uh, recently, I was uh, in an Uber, and uh, actually, two crazy stories. I'll start with the short Um, so I called you. Uh, I called your phone, but it was your old phone number. So this guy answers, and then literally, I was with Shane, I was with my cousins, I was with my family, Colleen was there, my dad was there. As soon as the guy answered the phone, everyone was like, Shadu, 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 for like 30 seconds, super excited. Like everyone taking a turn saying, like, What's up, Shadu? And then I would like pass the phone to like towards my dad. He's like, Shadu. And then my sister's like, Shadu. Like for 30 seconds. And the guy's like, uh, I think you got. I think you guys have the wrong number. <laughs> I was just like, "Damn, this guy literally got just marinated by like Jadu." Like, bro, imagine if that happened to you. Yeah, like, bro. Well, even... Everyone goes like, "Paul, Paul, Paul, Paul." Bro, in, in that guy's mind, like you are Jesus Christ, bro. Like you have followers. It probably felt pretty good for him for a bit. He's like, wow, I feel wanted. I mean, <laughs> Wait, I'm not Jadu. <laughs> he's like standing on the ledge, bed, and he's like, his phone rings, and now he's all- should have rolled with it. We would have thought he's Jadu. <laughs> um, bro, the other story was I was in an Uber. So right before that, I was in an Uber. This is why I was calling you. I was in an Uber, and um, 
the guy i was in it it was me my dad and colleen and the guy starts talking and he had an accent and i thought he might have been like from brazil and uh he said it something like oh yeah like back in my home country i was like oh where are you from and he said oh i'm from rio like in brazil and i was like oh okay like very cool and then i was like a little bit later i was like not to get like political or anything but i'm just curious like what do you think of bolsonaro and like bro as soon as i said it i was like fuck i regret this because if he doesn't give me the answer that i want it's gonna be a long uber ride yeah and bro he was like man mm, i'll tell you one thing <laughs> that guy is the best president we've ever had in this country i'll just say that and i'm like no 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 this is bad bro for the rest of the car ride he went on every single conspiracy that you have and have not heard of bro we ended the ride with 5g causes covid we started with how there's going to be an apocalypse in the next five years he talked about how like the government controls the weather he talked about how like covid it was like obviously like created by like china and, like he, he was going through every conspiracy that you could possibly think of this is why you don't talk to uber drivers yeah, you just say. sit there quietly <laughs> and hope I that they don't realize you're high I try bro, brandon legit brandon is is the most um affectionate person towards uber drivers i've ever witnessed in my life i remember bro one time i don't know if i'm gonna have to cut this out or not but i remember one time it was me brandon one of my friends who lived with me and a girl that brandon was like not dating but like almost dating and then we went to like balboa december nights and I think like they argued or something like they weren't like talking very much. And then we w went into the Uber and Brendan just sat in the front and the girl was mad. She was basically like crying on like me and my friend's shoulders. She was like, Brendan doesn't care about me. He hates me. And Brendan was in the front, like just talking to the guy about like politics and the weather and sports and how science is changing and how like iPhones are amazing, everything he could possibly think of, he was talking to the guy about <laughs> and you're crying. That's so oh funny. my god, I, I do remember <laughs> that. And by the way, she's, <laughs> she's in a very happy relationship that she's been yeah. involved with. Yeah. Like I think I think like the day after you guys broke up, she like met the guy of her life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, yeah. Bro, you, you mentioned December nights reminds me of when we all went and I, like we picked up like Alex and her friend, remember? And her friend was super fucking drunk. Oh, Wonderwall? Yeah. Yeah. And like, she, wait, and, and she like legit, like we, we aren't a hundred percent sure, but we, I think we think that she shat in an alley when we were waiting for an Uber to come pick us up. Do you guys remember that? I kind of remember. I remember. People <laughs> she did remember. That <laughs> Wow, this, that was so the funny. stories are starting to escalate, I feel like. Guys, I'm, I'm going to admit something here. One time I got a ticket for public urination in PB, and I was so fucking pissed. Dude, what? They didn't even oh, see me peeing. They saw the piss and said, oh, that's you. And then I'm like, what the f I was really drunk. I was like, that's not me. And they gave me a ticket. Yo, what? I would it was me, but they like, didn't know. I want to witness. <laughs> Bro. I, like, I want to talk to an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Gus, you know why they call it PB, right? I'm sure you're about to tell us. I mean, uh, that that's the thing you do when you're in PB. Like, when in PB, you pee in the B. What's the B? Uh, I... Beach. Uh, <laughs> Beach. All right, thank you. <laughs> thank you for very, That was very crazy. Guys, I remember but, being in PB that last night, like, I think it was right after, like, graduation or whatever, and so yeah. we all, like, jump in the ocean, and I'm, like, just you. It was just you. I definitely did not. It was definitely just you. Well, I was soaking wet, um, just, like, absolutely soaked. I get out. I'm pretty effed up, um, and I'm, like, all right, let's call an Uber to Alex, and, uh, just call it. It's like, it's taking forever. I'm like, I'm so confused. Like, come on. I, and I had to pee so bad. Like it was basically once the Uber got there, as soon as I closed the door, I had to pee. 
Oh. Like, more than I've ever had to pee in my whole life. And bro, get this. So I'm soaking wet. It's 2 a.m. I just want to go home and use the bathroom. Bro, she ordered an Uber pool. So I was literally <laughs> sitting next to a stranger, like covered in water and sand. And like not speaking because I was trying not to like do anything that would make me have to pee anymore. You know, and, and you know it's a problem because he wasn't talking to the Uber driver. That's who you know. It's <laughs> yeah, that is, that is bad. Bro, that, that feeling when you're, like, in a car, stuck in a car, and you have to pee more than you've, like, ever had to pee in your life. Like, I've been there, too. It's the worst. Dude. It's so tough. It, it, it's so hard. I think it literally gives you, like... Bro, bro I have a really good Uber story, too, but I want to... I, I just want to address the, the girl shitting in the alley, because <laughs> we just straight up, like, walk right past that, and that cannot happen. Um, but, yeah, so... She was fucked. Like, we picked her up. I think we picked. So she was. And Alex was fine, but she was like on crack. She wasn't like drunk. She was like, she was like, she wasn't drunk. She wasn't like fucked up. She was on crack. It was a whole different like thing. And um, it was very weird. The vibe was weird, I remember. And then. Yeah, it was weird. It. it was weird for sure. And then, and then uh, we parked outside of Balboa. And then. She was like, ah, oh, fuck, like, I have to go now. And then we're like, can you just wait till we're in Balboa to go? And she was like, nah, I have to go right now. And then instead of, like, peeing, which would already be weird, because, like, that would, like, There are, like, plenty of other people here, like, to pee. trying to, like, Uber park or whatever. This is, like, a common drop-off spot. Yeah, and then she just shits on the floor. And then me, <laughs> me and Ben are, like, uh, uh what do we do now like this yeah. isn't a situation that school prepares us for like <laughs> cops don't tell us that this might happen our parents don't <laughs> teach us what to do but now the boy scout handbook and is there even a ticket for that like i know like public urination is a thing is there a ticket for that is there like a loophole where you don't get in trouble for that i think it's a loophole gotta be like commercial public defecation like the poop hole loophole baby (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there you go we have a name we have a title (laughs) bro like the the i don't know if i've ever in my life besides that night like just walking around in public like mind my own business just saw human shit just like out in the wild out of context where you wouldn't expect it but man it it hits you it it hits you like a truck (laughs) actually i do remember one time when i was camping and like i was in cub scouts in like elementary school and we were at a campsite and i walked into like you know the campground uh the campground bathroom and it had you know like the pit toilets and like the urinals that aren't really connected to any like running water and there's just a big old turd right in the urinal and i was just like (laughs) nice okay cool that's that's the vibe we're serving here Bro. um but my story that is just really quick because it's not that crazy but it, it is like the weirdest uber ride i've ever had was like um is this, I got this picked... is after the public defecation well, oh yeah true <laughs> okay this is before oh, no okay. but the story. yeah the the shitting on the alley was not an uber so it doesn't count it was brand <laughs> um so uh i get picked up by this uh, uh like middle-aged white woman that seems very nice and talkative and we're talking about like i don't know like her kids or something and then at some point like she gets the notification on her phone to like pick someone else up after me and then she declines it and then as she declines it oh fuck i think i was with you ben and then as oh. she declines was this yeah. was this on the way to um that the piano bar? Shaw House. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I miss Shaw House. And then she declines it. She goes like, ah, oh, no, I can't go right now. Like, I, I want to after this one, I want to go to bed or something. I don't want to like do another ride. And then she declines it. And then like a minute goes by, and then she starts crying. <laughs> and then me and Ben are like, we we were so looking at I was, each other. I was, I was thinking about the super ride because we that was like. When I said like trying to make like pretend that you're not high, because I was so fucking high, and I was like, yeah. like she can't know how high we are, and this just like elevated it, bro. Yeah, sorry. And then bro, and then the she was crying. She was like bawling. 
she was like bowling. She was like, it was like she just lost someone, you know? And then she starts talking about like how her declining the ride meant that some girl in San Diego that was drunk and couldn't drive home was probably not going to have a ride home and was going to get like abducted or like abused. And she was the reason for that and how like she couldn't handle the guilt. And me and Ben were just going to PB for, to like a piano <laughs> bar. Yeah, and we we're like, it was so oh, weird, shit. bro. It was yeah. so odd. It sounds like this Uber driver was going through something. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, I completely also, very awkward. Understand how Uber works. Consumer, <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. All right, All right. Um, I think we're we're past the hour mark. I'm I'm down to wrap up. Cool. Thank Gosh, you. I can't believe you're here. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, bro, you're welcome. Thanks for you're having me. Back. Thank you guys. Fun. <laughs> By the way, I, I got to draw you guys a better logo. Uh, as I said to to do when I made that, that was literally like a two minute sketch <laughs> as a concept like idea. It. <laughs> yeah, it's dope though. I actually it's really like, like it. Oh, it's on our Instagram page. Oh, you guys have an Instagram? I don't, I'm not on Instagram. But oh, yeah. I am, but I'm not. But I'll check it out. What's is it? What is it called? Dog Days USA? Uh, pod. <laughs> Dog Days Worldwide. Oh. Dog Days Worldwide. Let me, let me write that down in my journal. Thanks. Yeah. Um, listeners, please go um, check out the Instagram page. It's Dog Days Pod. At Dog Days Pod. You post. Yeah, we're going to post like. Uh, when every new episode comes uh, comes out, and we're gonna start posting clips soon. Sick. All right. For today's episode, um, I've been Jadu, and my quick Hong Kong um, piece <laughs> of news is that to to our two percent um, of, of our listener base who are based in Hong Kong, um, we're always thinking about you. Um, <laughs> Scientists differ over causes and severity of BioNTech vaccine bottle defects as fears. This is such a big fucking headline. Let me look. <laughs> um, okay. Residents offer unstoppable backing for Hong Kong electoral revamp. Beijing official. All right. There you go. Hopeful. <laughs> Was that hopeful? Was that that what the... <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Wait, an unstoppable backing. Is that backing... the one that you read last week? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not because it was posted on March twenty fifth, which isn't even. That's tomorrow. It's... <laughs> it's written in the future. <laughs> oh, they're in China. They're in the future. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna send you the link. Yeah, that's true. Hong wow. Kongians are living in the future, bro. Dude, for real, oh, so. okay. the time difference there, but still, <laughs> or you're a time traveler, yeah. one of the two. Right. Uh, I, I've been Ben, and uh, you might not know it, you might not like it, but my legs have been soaking wet this entire time, baby. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable uh, with this at all. I would like to retroactively delete my entire contribution to this podcast <laughs> after learning that. Please just delete everything I've said. Don't fill it with anything. Just keep the keep the silence and keep it like that. Thank you. We'll just do like a voice changer. <laughs> That'd be one, sick, one of those fucking real crime documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> It'll blur out the face. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Um, my name is Shane. Don't talk to your Uber drivers. Ah. My name is Brendan. And uh, I'd like to read a quote by Kenny Osubo. Uh, Kenny once said, each of us has a spark of life inside of us and our highest endeavor ought to be to set off that spark or set off that spark in one another. You all set off my spark. Gus. Yeah. Uh, Gus, say say your name in a random or anything for anything that comes to mind. You can say whatever. Sure. Uh, uh, my, my name is Gus. Uh, I would recommend that you guys all check out Adam Curtis's uh, documentary series. What's it called? Can't get you out of my mind. 
It's by BBC, but it's actually free on YouTube. It's supposed to be really good. Six-part series. Check it out. Is it Adam Curtis, the guy who did um, uh, uh, hypernormalization? Yeah, yeah. Wait, I'm so down. It's, it's all on YouTube, YouTube for free. I don't know why. All right, this has been Dog Days. Bye. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. Your body is a... Bro, Ben, remember what you said? I know who I want to take me home. Snow Patrol? Snow Patrol? Oh, shit. Can we just lay no, here? And just forget the world. If we just lay here. Oh, that's a good one. Dude, if we just do you remember when Ben said your body is a wonder wall? Said your body's a wonder wall. <laughs> Did I say that? Yes. When? Your and body. You what's said... that song by Jimmy Eat World? <laughs> your you body's know, a wonder wall. No, no. And it takes some time to make a little Sometimes everything will be alright. Everything will be alright. Everything will be alright. It just takes some time. Okay. <laughs> hey.